Music has an incredible ability to proclaim the soul's language beyond what mere words can speak. That is what we seek as we invite our guests to share their song of the soul. Be it joy and laughter, sorrow and tears, awe and insight, or deepest devotion, as we visit and listen, we are all part of a spiritual voyage called Song of the Soul. We have a beautiful gem of a musician and songwriter here today for Song of the Soul. Joy Zimmerman grew up playing mostly classical music on her violin, taking part in a number of symphony orchestras and the like. So it was only later in life that she picked up a guitar and discovered her penchant for folk-leaning music and her gift for songwriting. Joy shares deeply from her rich life and her passion for making a better world, and she does it with a wonderful creativity, beauty, and her clear, ringing, passionate voice. Joy Zimmerman joins us today via Zoom from her home in Kansas City, Kansas. Joy, how wonderful to have you here today for Song of the Soul. Thanks so much for having me, Mark. It's great to be here. Before we started recording, I noticed you've got a wonderful old-style radio behind you. You've got flowers. Say a little bit about the environment in which you're bringing Joy Zimmerman to Song of the Soul listeners. Thanks for asking. I've got behind me a Silverstone radio. It was my grandparents' radio, and it lived in my living room as a child. And so that's behind me. And I have some fresh flowers that were given to me at my farmer's market gig on Saturday by a lovely woman. And I have a couple of old books that belong to my grandfather as well. And that bowl there, it looks to me handmade. Yes, that was a wedding gift. A dear friend gave that to me as well. A wedding gift for how long ago? How long have you been married? Well, married? that was my first marriage, actually. So many moons ago. Okay. Well, yeah, you would use a term like many moons because you're in Kansas and on the frontier. <laughs> were your grandparents who had that radio? Did they live in Kansas? Is that where they were? My grandma lived with us for a time when I was a child, but my grandparents were mostly from the upper Midwest. So Minnesota lived a time in Canada and North Dakota. So I have deep roots in the upper Midwest. I also looked through your Facebook page to just see what's going on for you recently. And my goodness, have you been busy. You're doing music everywhere. You, you mentioned the farmer's market. That wasn't, I don't think, included in the list on Facebook. But I, I must have seen over the last month at least 10 different places where your music was featured. Yeah, it's been a lovely season after the launch of my most recent album. It's been a good season. One thing I haven't done, I usually check this out for my guests and I just didn't manage to do this. What's your discography? How many recordings do you have out there? The most recent one is my eighth. My first three recorded in Nashville and then did the next three in Kansas City, including a live CD. That was the seventh and then did this folk album that's more acoustic than the others. Well, on your website, it says, Joy Zimmerman, Soulful Acoustic. Has this not been your modus operandi all along? I suppose in a way, part of it is defining my voice. It's been quite the journey because it's been a reinvention kind of midlife. So when I was five, I started playing violin, Suzuki Method, 
loved, loved, loved playing violin, but it was in the classical genre, obviously. And I played all the way through college. And then, but I had this competing influence of social work in my life. My dad was a social worker and social justice was a huge part of my childhood and it informed most things in my life. So I was kind of weighing classical music and social work and decided to go the social work route. Just had music on the side and played a little bit. And it wasn't until my kids were in elementary school that I decided to pick up a guitar. I was sitting outside my son's guitar lesson and I thought, wow, in my next life, I'll play guitar. <laughs> and I said, wait a minute, you know, you can, you, you can do that now. And so I asked the guitar teacher if he would take me on and he did. And I joined a folk trio of friends. Um, it was the first time I'd been in a band. And so started playing, mostly did violin and I, I blended my voice. I, you know, I, I love singing in choir, but I had already determined that I didn't have a solo voice when I was a kid. It was kind of a weird deal, but I just decided that when I heard my voice by itself. How wrong were you? Wow. You've got a, such a wonderful voice. Thank you. But I didn't know. I mean, it was just part of this whole journey of finding myself. Um, so, so I'm in this band and, um, my first band ever. And I just, oh, I was over the moon. It was just the greatest, like, it's like all roads led together. It was just the most fantastic thing. And we each challenged each other to write a song. I think when I was playing violin, you know, you just play the melody. And once I started playing chords and, you know, chordal instrument, then I could put my own melodies on top of that and write in a way that I'd never, I'd never written a song before. So kind of one thing led to another. So when you start being able to accompany yourself and write a song, then you want to sing that song. And so I thought, well, I need to take voice lessons. So I did that. And then I wanted to sing my own songs. And I started hearing my solo voice. One thing led to another. And then I ended up in a different band and a different band and then in a duo and eventually decided that I wanted to focus more on my solo music. And that was kind of the next phase. And then tragically, the man who was in my duo that I was in, he died of COVID. So this album, in some ways, is, is really more my solo statement, and it's more stripped down. And I think it, it's kind of a, it's sort of more my artist statement. All the original songs have been important to me, but there was something about this new album and this new chapter that really represents my life. May I ask his name? Yeah, Jimmy Dykes. How long were you playing as a duo? Well, he was the guitar teacher, my very first guitar teacher. And so over time, I ended up playing a little bit, filling in with his band, and then ended up kind of being a, a mainstay in the band that we had together, and then playing in a duo with him. So it's quite the progression that I couldn't have imagined when I started. Well, let's get started with your music. Again, folks, we're speaking with Joy Zimmerman. She's just outside of Kansas City, Kansas. And what's your first song? Let's do If Your Life Were a Movie. We've been talking about kind of a retrospective. This song asks a whole lot of penetrating questions. I think you're maybe at that point where you're sorting out your past, you're sorting out where you're still going in your future, but you've lived long enough to have a past to evaluate, if you know what I mean. You don't really have that at 25 so much, right? But as a matter of fact, what it struck me, and I don't know if you have any exposure to Quakers at all, but I'm Quaker, been Quaker for 40 years or whatever. One of the things that we do, because we don't have creeds, beliefs in the way that other, most churches do, 
one of the things we have is queries, we call them. They're questions, which the point isn't to find the answer. The point is to sit with a question. And it feels to me like if your life were a movie, is a big query for maybe yourself and maybe the world. I love that. That's exactly it. I do feel like at this point in my life, I am asking kind of those questions. And I think COVID, a lot of these songs from the album were written during COVID too. And just the deep soul searching that I think we all did and are doing now. How long ago did we lose, Jimmy? A year ago. Well, I can see it still lands in your heart to talk about it. And I thank you for sharing that. And we'll start off with Joy Zimmerman's first song, If Your Life Were a Movie. It's from her latest release just this year, The Canvas Before Us, If Your Life Were a Movie. If your life were a movie, would you stay for it all? Watching the drama till curtain call, would you follow the actors deep in the across the depth of the waves the soft and the cost diving in riptides sailing on through your story comes into view our lives are canvas what do they portray every moon every wish sent on its way twist and turn Chorus befriend your verses and chapters, inspire the muse. New plot lines await their debut. Our lives are a canvas. What do they portray? Every moon, every What surprise would you wear to begin? Our lives are canvas. What do they portray? Stay for it all. I 
hope those questions asked by Joy Zimmerman's song, If Your Life Were a Movie, I hope they landed for all you listeners for Song of the Soul. She's joining us from Kansas City, Kansas, where she's been making a lot of music recently. If you go to her Facebook page, which we have linked on northernspiritradio.org, you'll find that. Of course, she has her own website, joyzimmermanmusic.com. I think people can spell joyzimmermanmusic.com. A lot of names, you know, you this could be an E or an A or an I or whatever. I think Joy Zimmerman is one of those people get right, isn't it? Yeah, it's true. Some people realize that Bob Dylan, his original last name was Zimmerman. So I do. I didn't bring it today, but I do have a song about that. But yes, people know that last name Zimmerman. Yeah. <laughs> so you're saying Bob was your brother and Jana was your sister. Oh, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Perfect Zimmerman family. <laughs> So let's go to another song right away and keep going, because I think we're going to try and get in eight songs today if we can. If we can't fit them all in, people can look on the website for bonus excerpts for the uncut version of the program. But what's next? Well, let's go with Mosaic next. Mosaic came to me during a really broken time in my life. I had just gotten divorced. I had just come out. I was accompanying my children through the tremendous pain of the divorce. I'd left a band. There was just in lost friends. I mean, it was just the unprecedented loss in my life. So there I sat with the pieces and trying to figure out what to do. And this image of a mosaic came to me as an image of hope. Because I love the art of a mosaic, but even deeper than that, I love the fact that you're incorporating the brokenness within this art. And so I wanted to write about that as an image that I would strive for in this broken time. It's really wonderful, folks. A great mosaic, a great weaving, a great tapestry of Joy Zimmerman's life and questions. So many questions you're asking. It's deep and wonderful. Here is Mosaic. shattered time ago the song was complete we were young the canvas before us before tears followed our feet my friend I've studied the pieces wrestling turning each one in my mind some sharp to touch, some edges have softened, some too heavy to leave behind. How do we make our mosaic together? How do we shape trial by fire? How do we find our peace with the fragments ever changing?
Joy Zimmerman is with us today. JoyZimmermanMusic.com is her website. That song, Mosaic, is from her latest recording, The Canvas Before Us. Mosaic, again, I mentioned it like tapestry. Carol King, when she starts off her song, My Life Has Been a Tapestry, and you certainly have personal elements in this. But the other piece that I noticed, and this maybe goes with your social justice outlook, is let us make our mosaic together. So this mosaic is not just a personal design, a personal representation. How much are you involved in social justice or community making, I guess I'd say? Yeah, I would say throughout my life, that's been a really important part. And that's represented in the song, like you said, because really collectively, that's where we're going to make a difference in each other's lives and collectively to make great change, hopefully. So yeah, I think I like to broaden statements about myself to include other people. That's been an important part of my life, pursuit of more justice for people. You mentioned somewhere around the end of your first marriage, your first divorce, whatever, you said you came out at that point. So those are all pieces, I think, of important parts of our lives. If you mention a first marriage, then that implies that there is a second Mm-hmm. Or a third or fourth. I don't know. Fill me in. <laughs> a second, a second marriage. I ended up falling in love with my best friend. So I'm now married to Linda and created, you know, just a, a new life. It's interesting when you move from ally to someone who is in an underrepresented group. It's been an interesting journey. That's for sure. How long have you and Linda been a couple? 10 years. That's enough time to go through a midlife crisis. Right? <laughs> True. <laughs> It seems to me, Joy, that most of your music has more earnestness than it does. It's not like Greg Brown, right? Everything he has has something humorous in it, right? But you do have humorous songs. How would you describe your own personal humor? I aspire to be clever. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I would say my my most famous song, I think if I'm known for any song, it is, I wish you'd met me when my stomach was flat. Uh, right. <laughs> so, I, I've listened to that one and loved it. Yes. <laughs> so most live gigs, I end up doing that. So that I, kind, I think kind of represents, you know, just like looking at boy getting older and thinking we might as well make some humor out of it. And so maybe the next song I would suggest would be a representation of it, which is Myrish Black. Oh, sure. Faith and Bigora. <laughs> right, <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. And I think after loving Irish blessings, I thought, well, let me try my hand at, at writing one. And But I'm not a bit Irish, not even a tiny bit. What are you? Norwegian, Danish, and German. Oh, my goodness. Way northern. I don't know if you've heard this joke. How many Germans does it take to screw in a light bulb? How many? Only fun because we are efficient and have no humor. <laughs> So it's amazing you have any humor at all, given your background. 
yeah, yeah. I did have kind of a serious childhood. That's true. And again, it's M Y apostrophe R I S H, Myrish Blessing. And it's from a 2019 release by Joy Zimmerman called Sweet Bird. Here's Myrish Blessing. May your cats have no more fur balls. May your basements all stay dry. May your joints remain stable May you eat some humble pie May you dance and go on road trips May your allergies go away May you sometimes surprise yourself May gratitude light your way May you go on lots of picnics May you sleep to the sound of rain May squirrels not eat your birdseed May regrets not cause you pain May you renew your license easily May you let someone else win May you sometimes surprise yourself Be brave and kind again be brave and kind again May all your weeds be wildflowers May your darkness lead to light May you master new technology May sweet birds sing in the night May time sometimes seem timeless May true friends hold see the humorous, serious part of Joy Zimmerman in that song, Myrish Blessing. I note, Joy, that even while you're being fun and clever, which you are, you also have to put in the serious thing. So may you eat humble pie. I have a feeling that a lot of your humor, just like I wish you knew me when my stomach was flat, is self-deprecating. There's this humility aspect of it that travels deeply and widely with you. How much has that characterized your life? You are so insightful, my friend. Yeah, I think it's it's interesting when you become a performer and you have this sort of deep sort of ethic in you that, you know, you are to be humble. And so what does it mean when you take the stage, you know, and, and that you have to do self-promotion and you're talking about yourself a lot and part of you wants to do that, but the other part is like, ah, you know, so I think it's a, you know, it's sort of a journey for all of us um, who have such an, such an upbringing. And then to say that, yeah, that I have things that are worthy to listen to and I have a voice. So that's part of the process of discovering yourself and your voice. I have a feeling that you're very much in demand for accompanying people on stage because of that humility. You're not one who's going to get up and try and draw all the attention from the other performer. I watched videos of you performing with Kristen Transgrude, Mike Ward, Jimmy Dykes, who we've already talked about, Ellis Paul, Ryan Dugan, and Jake Wheeler. 
just any number of people. And what I noticed was whether you were leading the song or backing someone else up on the song, you blend rather than strut in front. That's the feeling I have about you. All these people that I, I just mentioned the names of, and it's not like I figure I exhausted it. It feels to me like all of these people, you also maybe can do chameleon. Yes, because I have played a ton of different musical styles and with, like you say, like a whole bunch of different people. And so I think it's been important for me to play by myself a lot now. And I don't know where the road will lead because I love playing with other people as well. But I think at this point in time, it's really powerful for me to play my own music myself and to kind of claim the stage, knowing that I also can blend. But who am I by myself? We're going to find out a lot more about that, folks, as we speak with Joy Zimmerman here today for Song of the Soul. Her website, joyzimmermanmusic.com, is linked on northernspiritradio.org with all of the links and guests that we've had last 16 and a half years. We've covered an awful lot of geography and musical styles and so on. On our website, you'll find the 50-plus stations that carry our programs. You'll find links to all of our guests. You'll find a place to post comments. We love two-way communication. Come attach your information, maybe your suggestions of where we should be going next next for Song of the Soul. Also, there's a place to donate. It's full-time work, and you can help support it by donating via our site or via our Facebook page. Please remember, Community Radio brings you a taste of the local community, the interest, the news, the music that you don't get anywhere else. So please remember to support them first, and then support Northern Spirit Radio afterwards. Tell me about the local radio stations. I mean, you're in Kansas City, Kansas. Are there good local stations that you'd like to hold up? I mean, I saw recordings of you performing and such on different radio stations. Yeah, love KCUR here in Kansas City. And then there's KPR in Lawrence, Kansas, Kansas Public Radio. And then KKFI is our local community station. And that they are super supporters of local musicians, too. So love that station, KKFI. And KKFI has carried my program sometimes, too. Awesome. What's the next song that you're going to share with us? Let's see. So we were just talking about finding my voice. Why don't we go to Women Who Walked on Water is my celebration of women throughout history and some are current day, but women who have inspired me, who have found their voice and during difficult times have led the way. And the only challenge in this song was just trying to figure out which ones to mention because everybody has their long list of inspiring women. Were you also a student of history that you knew all of these names? I mean, a lot of people don't really have a good sense, you know, Rachel Carson, Silent Spring, or Jane Goodall work with chimpanzees. And I mean, you cover a whole lot of territory. It's not like these are just musicians or scientists or talking about Eleanor Roosevelt, right? Yeah. So are you a history studier? Are are those piles of books on your shelves also all women's history? Since I was a little girl, I would love compilations of stories about brave women and would read about Elizabeth Blackwell, the first female doctor. And, you know, I just found a lot of inspiration there and have studied history throughout. And I wrote this song actually for an event, um, the original version of it for an event for Women's History Month at the Inner Urban Art House here in Kansas City. I was asked to do an event. So it was going to be originally kind of a call and response song. Then I kind of morphed it into this present version for the latest CD. 
It is Women Who Walked on Water by Joyce Zimmerman. of the tilt of our culture. When we think of those walking on water, it's always been a Jesus or a man walking on water. And fortunately, Joy Zimmerman opens up our horizons with her song, Women Who Walked on Water. Again, it's from her latest release, 2021. She released The Canvas Before Us. 
pretty upbeat song. Actually, I have to admire your talent for including all those names in there, considering they all do not mellifluously weld together. They're bouncing all over the place. And so you have to work pretty hard. And how often when you're performing that song, do you forget any of the names? I'm 67 and names are the hardest things to capture. Absolutely. Absolutely. When I'm getting ready to perform it, I have to do it, you know, days in a row and sometimes have a little cheat sheet there on the floor (laughs) so I can refer to. (laughs) Some many wonderful names in there. Are there any personal favorites, personal heroes of yours, those that stand particularly head and shoulders above the rest? Eleanor Roosevelt is a particular favorite, I would say for sure. And ever since I was a kid, Harriet Tubman and her bravery just wipe me out. Yeah. And of course, Aretha's and Ella's voice, I would say those probably are the ones at this moment that rise to the surface. So when you were young, I mean, you started playing the violin, Suzuki Method, very young. When you're playing in all of these symphony orchestras and the like, were you also using your voice? Were you also in choirs? Yeah, it's like you go from orchestra to choir, back to orchestra, and I don't get any of my homework done. <laughs> So kind of choir was on the side, you know, maybe in a church choir or in school choir, but orchestra, when you're playing kind of at that level, it requires so much time for the lessons and then the orchestra rehearsals. And so most of my life was filled with classical music and I I love it, but I didn't love it enough to devote all that time and to be by myself at that point in a practice room. And so I just knew that that wasn't the route. Interestingly, in, in, I grew up in St. Louis, and we were one of just a few white families in our inner city church. So my childhood was a little bit different in that way than some with those flavors and the mosaic of that from my childhood. Are you saying that maybe also in your choir, you had more soul than all of the Lutheran standards? Yes, but we still kind of did some of those. And then, but also there's a little bit of flavor of we did some spirituals and things like that as well. Yeah, it was an interesting childhood. Well, let's go on to some more of your music. We'll squeeze in as much as we can in, in folks. If we can't get it all in, in this radio broadcast version of 55 Minutes, look for the full version and for bonus excerpts out on NorthernSpiritRadio.org. What's next? Let's do a mashup of Where Will You Stand and Measure My Heart. Again, this album really, most of the songs were written during COVID and there was a lot of soul searching and kind of life review. Both of them are, again, kind of in the vein of asking questions. The first one is, where will you stand? The idea that we've had pretty sizable reckoning and upheaval, you know, especially in the last five or so years. And it's easy to figure out where to stand when times are less difficult, but what happens when it's not and Measure My Heart, the song seed for this one came from two places. One was the ancient Egyptians, I think. Their idea was that your heart was measured against a feather. And if your heart was lighter than a feather, you would go on to the afterlife. And then I'm always inspired by that. I think it's a Japanese tradition of filling cracks with gold, you know, acknowledging that we all have them. And, and in some ways, the imperfections make us more beautiful. And so that song combines those two as well. So just a lot of, again, soul searching and figuring out how we want to create the art of our life. We'll start with Where Will You Stand? We'll go into Measure My Heart, both from The Canvas Before Us by Joy Zimmerman. Here's Where Will You Stand. Anyone can take the wheel The sea is calm, coast is clear Anyone could 
pull the reins The road is straight, way is plain Easy to stay the course when we're loved the most What will we do when seas get rough The mast is down, the hull is up How to steer as waves crash round A tempest storm no compass found Where will you stand When darkness falls The road is thin Would you let me in Could you be the spark We persist if the sky comes down Betrayal calls We're on the ground What happens next When there's little left Lies were round, we doubt ourselves. Where will you stand when darkness falls? The road is thin, would you let me in? Could you be the spark? Bye. 
just heard Measure My Heart by Joy Zimmerman. The first song that she shared was Where Will You Stand, both of them from Canvas before us. 2021, her website, joyzimmermanmusic.com, links on nordenspiritradio.org. I mentioned, by the way, Joy, that second song, Measure My Heart, there are several notes in there which almost got me going singing Acres of Clams, if you know that song. Charlie King did a version of it adapted for the Clamshell Anti-Nuclear Alliance, but it's an old settler song, Acres of Clams. You should listen to it just so you, you know. And again, you're not stealing the riff, but I almost have the notes in there going in that direction. I have to look that up. With your songs like Mosaic and Where Will You Stand and Measure My Heart, It's so clear to me that you're concerned about the big outer world and how we deal with this together. My personal perspective is that in the 1960s, we threw out a lot of tradition, a lot of things that tried to restrict us to narrow borders. Religiously, I mean, you grew up Lutheran. I don't think you would identify as Lutheran at all anymore, but there are strictures or or narrowed constraints which we lived in. And so therefore we broke free. And one of the downsides of that is a reduction in the amount of community that we identify with. To some degree, I'm afraid that we threw out the baby with the bathwater. So spiritually, what is your community? Where is your home? Who's got your back is one way I like to ask the question. It's very clear to me that a lot of people who are involved in churches have each other's back. Who's got your back? Uh, Linda, maybe. but Yeah, definitely. And I think still being affiliated with the church, even though I'm certainly searching for sure, has been part of that. So I think I still identify that way. And also, I think dear friends who have walked through, you know, challenging times. And I think folks in the music community and artists in general, right, I think kind of have a common sort of language and understanding. But I think we do search for it. And I think there's tremendous amount of loneliness now. I think there's loneliness for those of us who are bringers of live music and live art. Because that brings community automatically, programs like this. I mean, but I think we really crave that in our lives and don't have it as much. And so maybe we're drawn to things that are sort of pseudo community that seems like we belong to an ideology or whatever else, but like on the ground, like what does that look like in your lives? Are those people really going to have your back? That's a big question. And I hear you asking the big questions in your songs. And so I just want to applaud you for doing that kind of introspection and doing it not only on your personal level, but in the wider I, which is we. There's two more songs we'd love to get in if we can fit them into this broadcast. Which one's next? All right, let's do Plant Me a Tree. So this is all for Arbor Day or... Well, in in part, actually, it starts with a tornado, a tornado that happened in 2011 in Joplin, Missouri. Some folks will remember that huge event. And so folks from our church were going to go down and plant trees to replace ones that were lost. Linda, my wife's mom, grew up in the Joplin area. And so we wanted to, you could sponsor a tree 
And so we wanted to do that, of course, in her honor. And unfortunately, couldn't go that weekend. One of our kids had an event that we had to be at. So we asked our friends who planted the tree to tell us the story of where that tree landed. It landed in Helen's yard. Helen's husband had died prior to the tornado, and she would sit in her front window and look at this beautiful walnut tree and have her coffee and think of him. So that tree went down in the tornado. The new tree that was being planted in Linda's mom's honor was also planted in Helen's husband's memory as well. So it got me thinking about how our roots are intertwined in the branches. And I thought, there's a song. And so I wrote, plant me a tree. Plant me a tree whose roots will go down to join the Zimmerman, Plant Me a Tree from Shakespeare Texting. 
whatever that means. I don't know. But I did note, by the way, Joy, on your website, it mentions that you were born on the 400th anniversary of Shakespeare's birthday. But then it also said you were born with a lucky tooth. And what the heck is a lucky tooth? Well, not too many people come out of the gate with a tooth, but I did. And so <laughs> between, between that and Shakespeare's 400th birthday. <laughs> really? It must have been rough for your mom if you have a tooth in utero. Yeah. I don't know how that went, but a little crazy. And again, the song Plant Me a Tree, it's certainly about a real tree or real trees being planted. But it's also the metaphorical one. It seems to me that this presages the questioning that's part of the canvas before us. The seeds that are planted that grow into more full questions in the canvas before us. That's back in 2014. So much rich music. And let's go on to one more song. We've got to finish this off and get off the air here for Northern Spirit Radio, Song of the Soul. How shall we conclude richly this interview with Joy Zimmerman? Let's finish with a big number. It's called The Gift of Light. And I recorded this in Nashville with FET. And Take Six, if some of you know that group, Mark Kibble arranged the choir parts and came to the studio with other singers, and it became this gospel choir. I was wondering about that. I had the feeling when I first heard this song, The Gift of Light, part of the lyrics that you included could be... uh, a Quaker or a Unitarian Universalist hymn. It's got marching and dancing and anthemic properties to it. So is this like your number one requested song? Or it's all, I wish you knew and my stomach was flat. I mean, (laughs) competing ideals. Right, right. Maybe for the serious crowd, this is, yeah. (laughs) And you released this back in 2014, seven years in the past. Is this where you still are? Are these the cores of your life? You know, the love, the peace, the hope, the light. Yeah, that's it. That kind of sums it up. Yeah, because I, it started off as a holiday song. I was trying to think, what would I want to write? And I thought, well, what are the basic core principles that, that I would like to embody and then also share with the world? And thus, the song was born. Well, that's how we're going to conclude our visit with Joy Zimmerman. JoyZimmermanMusic.com is her website. The Gift of Light is from Gift of Light back in 2014. Don't forget to check out her latest release, which is one of the top of the folk charts right now. The canvas before us, it just released this past year. And just get to know her. If you visit her Facebook page, which we'll also link on NorthernSpiritRadio.org, you'll find a lot of videos of her performing with other people, which she does so richly with her talents. Again, Joy, it's so wonderful to have you here to get to know your music. You grabbed me when I just met you via Facebook. I'm so thankful that you joined us today for Song of the Soul. Thank you so much, Mark. And thank you for the work you do here. It's amazing. The Gift of Light by Joy Zimmerman. We'll see you all next week for Song of the Soul. Everyone to stay. May you pause to remember all the gifts you have received the ones that you were given long before your birth and those that you see each day
Theme music for Song of the Soul is by Chris Williamson, and it is called Song of the Soul. Check out all things Song of the Soul on northernspiritradio.org, guests, links, stations, and a place for your feedback, suggestions, and support. Send your Songs of the Soul to me, Mark Helps Meet, via the info on our website, and join us weekly for Song of the Soul.